What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the San Diego Prep Insider Studios, and I'm coming to you with a real quick bonus football podcast. We've got Connor Morissette this time playing the live of Scorebook Live reporter. Connor Morissette joins us on behalf of Scorebook Live, the digital partner for the CIF State. They are everything you need, scores, results, and more. Connor Morissette joining us to help preview some of the Southern and L.A. section games that we've got going on for our San Diego section teams. He joined us a lot in the early season, so you know he is a man of both intelligence and reason. So we always turn to we always turn to him and Bodie for, for the actual uh, truth about what's going on with high school sports. Connor, thank you very, very much for joining us. How did all of the Southern section playoffs treat you? Well, thank you, Christian. Um, great. I was at the great modern day Bosco game. I know uh, they catch a lot of flack sometimes for being too good, <laughs> but when they play each other, uh, they're, they're the really only two teams who can beat against each other. And so when they meet, you throw all that other stuff out, and the games are really fun. And uh, that championship was great. Some people are calling it one of the best high school games of all time, so it's cool to take that one in. And I caught some city section championships that were fun. So, Connor, we move now on to the state playoffs, where I'm assuming everything we're seeing is... Short. Is so that was uh, that was fun. I think I lost you there. You there, Connor? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I think you cut out. You cut out at the word short. Um. So I'm just gonna. I'll if you clip, want, we can just start over. No, I'll just, I'll just, cl- right. I'll just clip that, and I'll, I'll just move on to the next question because it was kind of at a natural transition anyway. So, Connor, uh, you mentioned some of the best games or one of the best games that uh, people had had ever seen, you had ever seen. We had a couple of thrillers down here in San Diego, including a number nine and a number seven seed winding up as champions. I would like to talk about one of those teams. That's the number nine seeded Oceanside Pirates coming out of the San Diego section. Um, for anybody from the southern section that is listening in, I will just let you know that Kavika Tua a force of nature, and he's coming. He's gonna he's gonna clash with you guys on Saturday, uh, Connor. Tell us about this Corona Del Mar team, though, that Oceanside has to take on. Give us the cliff notes. Sure, they're really good. Uh, usually, I, I I think a lot of the San Diego teams have, have great shots, but not against Corona Del Mar because Corona Del Mar, I think, might if they had played in the San Diego playoff open division, I think they might have won that. They probably should have been in the Southern section open division, but remember, or division one playoffs, I should say it's not an open division, but in the southern section, they take the top eight teams from that division one slash two, and, and they compete. Corona Del Mar has been a top five, top eight team in the southern section all year, but they just happen to be in division three. They blew out everyone in the playoffs. Their offense is so, so loaded. They have Ethan Garber, who's a Washington commit at quarterback. They have John Humphreys, who I think is one of, if not the best receiver in the Southern section is committed to Stanford. And those two are incredible. And then there are a couple other good targets. Uh, Mark Redman is a Washington committed tight end. And they have a good little slot receiver named Bradley Sloan, who catches a lot of balls too. It, it's just, uh, you know, their defense, even if they give up 30 points, Corona Del Mar is probably going to score in the 40s, if not higher. The offense is, is what they're all about. They, they spread it out. They throw it a ton. And, um, I think they're one of the best teams, not only in the state, but, but in the country. They're 14-0. and 0. Uh, 
uh, not enough good things to say about them. They're, they're so, so talented. Well, help us kind of paint them through the common opponent that they have in San Clemente. Uh, Oceanside playing San Clemente week one, Corona Del Mar playing them one, uh, five or six weeks later. Uh, both, uh, like, like you mentioned, Corona Del Mar scoring a ton in that game, 42 points against San Clemente. Oceanside, uh, uh, you know, on the paper, it's a loss, but it's a win because of forfeiting it, but Oceanside not scoring 40. So help us, help us see this through that premise of San Clemente. Sure. San Clemente's defense is pretty good. And at halftime, the game was relatively close. I was actually at that Corona Del Mar San Clemente game because it was a big uh, decider for that league. And uh, they just pulled away in the second half. And that's what happened in the Southern Section Division Three championship game for Corona Del Mar against Grace Brethren. I believe it was 28-28 at one time. And then their offense just kept going and Grace's fell off a little bit. So that's what happened. They just put the pedal to the floor and you know, you really can't stop them. They, they get chunk play after chunk play. And San Clemente, like I said, they have a good defense, but they struggled to, uh, you know, stop them in that second half. And so even if you can maybe slow them down a little bit earlier or keep up with them early on offense, they are just so talented that they just keep scoring, keep scoring, keep scoring. It's like a blitzkrieg almost. So that's kind of what I saw from them against St. Clemente. St. Clemente hung around, but then in the second half, they couldn't stop them. That's what happened then championship like i said against grace brethren and i, I imagine that's what's going to happen in this state bowl game I, I think corona del mar they have to be pretty heavy favorites to win a state championship another game that's going to be going on is the helix highlanders taking on the sierra canyon trailblazers give us whatever you got on sierra canyon please sure unlike corona del mar there isn't one thing where you say okay this is what sierra canyon does and, and you gotta stop it like Corona Del Mar has with a passing attack. Sierra Canyon is incredibly well coached, and they just know how to win games. They've made four or five Southern Section championships in the last, uh, I think it's four in the last five or four in the last six. So they just know how to win. And they got a quarterback who doesn't throw interceptions, doesn't turn the ball over in Shaden Peary. They don't really make mistakes. Defensively, they're very disciplined. It's just a team that you'd want your son to play for. Because the staff is so good, they, they like I said, you know, you're not in the stands if you're a parent thinking, oh, you know, here comes something stupid that the team's going to do to to hurt themselves. Um, they're just really incredibly disciplined, and they have some great players too. Uh, the quarterback, like I mentioned, Peary is really good. Their best player is DJ Harvey, who's a junior receiver and defensive back who has an Oregon offer. He uh, is going to be a big time college football player. He had a pick six in a playoff game that I covered. Uh, he also does a lot of receiver, so I, I like him. J.D. Hernandez on defense is just a beast. He, he's like a linebacker, defensive end, hybrid, great leader, uh, a scary opponent in the trenches that I wouldn't want to go up against. And I know Helix, they have that great running back, but isn't he hurt and he's been out for a while, so that's really going to hurt them. I, I, I will have to believe if that's true right now. Noah's out. Yeah, El- Elion Noah, who committed to Utah State earlier today. In fact, congratulations, El- Elion. Um, he will not be playing for the remainder of the season. He is out uh, for this one. He, however, not going to necessarily say that he has been recreated because the offense looks a little bit different, but I'll say he has been recreated in the aggregate with Christian Washington and some of the other new offensive things that Coach Robbie Owens is cooking up with 
Helix um, just to help maybe give Sierra Canyon folks a cliff notes on, on what they saw from Helix or what to see from Helix is uh, it's this defense. Uh, John Carroll, the middle linebacker, uh, had a pick six. There was a pair of pick six, in, in fact, on two consecutive possessions for the Helix defense to open up the second half of the game and uh, really just basically turn the tide forever uh, for the rest of that season. And, uh, you know, the offense, I I think you look at it as, as a, an ever evolving offense. They're, they're going to bring a little bit something different every week, but it's, it's, it's definitely going to be a defensive game for that one question about a common opponent. They have one in Oaks Christian Helix winning to Oaks Christian. And I, I, I bring this up specifically because that was Sierra Canyon's one loss on the season. So is there anything to take away from that game as a predictor or Sierra Canyon 10 weeks ago, 12 weeks ago, were they just really a different team? I think, yeah, different team for sure. And I know that Helix game, was that one close against Oaks Christian or did they pull away? Uh, let me bring the score up for you right here. That was a uh, 42-17 Helix win. Yeah, so not close at all. Um, I think in that game, yeah, Sierra Canyon, like I, you know, talked about how disciplined they are and how how talented they are. Um, I think that was just their one-off night, and uh, I, you know, wouldn't hold that against them. That was back when Oak Christian was healthy, and, and they had some some guys who ended up getting hurt later in the year. And you know, I don't want to make excuses for them, but after my big spiel about how talented and disciplined they were, yeah, they weren't very, uh, you know, ready to go in that game, and it bit them in the butt. The thing about Sierra Canyon is, whoever they play, they do a very, really nice job of playing up to their opponents, or if it's a team below them, you know, just beating the team that they should win. They they don't really get upset, and that was an upset that was rare. Uh, so I think it was kind of a one-off for them, and I look for them uh, to have a great defensive battle with the Felix team because you talked about how good their defense is, and, and you know they get up for the big occasion. And uh, this is a Sierra Canyon team that lost a state championship on uh, a last play very late on last year, so they're hungry to set the record straight. And I, I think the game against Felix could go either way, and I think it's going to be a good one. Connor, you're kind enough to stick around and do a, a bonus game with us, I'm told. You have a little bit something on Sarah at El Monte. Now, Sarah, the Conquistadors, winning their first ever CIF championship in football history for their school. They deserve a little bit of bonus coverage. Tell us what you can about the El Monte Lions. Sure. Uh, Wing T, and they run, run, run. Davon Booth is their great running back, and then they have... Uh, Abel Cuerva, who's a, who's a really good running back, too. But Davon Booth is the guy to know. Uh, he'll get the majority of the carries out of the wing tee. I think he's like fifth in the state right now in, in rushing. And uh, the game's in grass at El Monte High. It's on grass, excuse me. So that always helps the, the running teams, in, in my opinion. And just, you know, the home field advantage. El Monte will be used to playing on that grass surface. So I, I don't know how that affects Sarah. But uh, it's obviously a long drive for the the Sarah team who won their first championship. So they'll be all excited. But I, I mean, if they can stop the run, they'll have a chance, but Elmani, they're undefeated. Remember they didn't even have to play for a championship because their opponent got <laughs> kicked out of the playoffs. Um, but I, I think that would have been a great game if they had played Adelanto. Uh, but anyway, El Monte, what to know about them? Run, run, run. 
and uh, that that grass field will, will help them. And, and uh, Davon Booth is, is a great running back for them. For Sarah, the Conquistadors come at you with a decently proficient offense. Timmy Zabrowski, their senior quarterback ran for a pair of touchdowns to open up the, or to kind of close out the third quarter, open up the second half, one at each end of the third quarter in the championship game. He's throwing for about a buck 50 a game. Kyle Simpson, number three, is their big play wide receiver, deep threat that kind of keeps things loosey-goosey uh, for the rest of their offense to kind of operate underneath. They're fast-paced. They've got a pretty good defense. They had almost 60 sacks this year. Uh, their defensive line gets after it a little bit, and uh, they play a, a pretty fun, vertical, reckless version of football that's fun to watch. Um, so, you know, I, I, I would if I was the uh, if I was just the the I am the homer of the San Diego section, but if I had to say something, they they just kind of seem like that team that is unleashing an entire school's uh, pent up f- football history aggression on, on a section. They could probably be playing a section or, or a, uh, a division or two above uh, where they are this season in terms of division four. They could have probably been a division three and or two team and, and still been quite successful this year. So I think that they uh, they should be heavily favored in, in any matchup they have in the postseason. If you want to follow Connor, you definitely need to check him out at C underscore Morissette, two R's, two, S, two S's and two T's. He is the reporter for Scorebook Live. They are at SB Live CA. Connor, thank you very, very much for joining us. Um, you have a ton of games to choose from in the Southern section. Uh, where are you going this Friday and or Saturday? Are you going to be at any of these games we were talking about? If uh, the Helix game wasn't in San Diego, I would probably be at that one. But uh, I'm going to lean towards uh, some city section games. Uh, on Friday, I'm going to go to Canoga Park against South Point. And Saturday... Uh, Respita against Esperanza down in Orange County. Very nice. Once again, you can follow him at C underscore Morissette, two R's, two S's, and two T's. He is the Scorebook Live reporter for Southern California. Uh, I think we'll have enough basketball crossover that we might find an excuse to bug you every now and then. Sound good? Cool. Works for me. What's happening, sports fans? Thanks for sticking around after our state football preview. We'll now start our transition out of football slash fall sports and into winter sports, primarily being basketball. We'll talk to the whole gang, Noah, Tommy, and Bodie. They will stick on with us throughout the rest of the school year. We'll say a huge thank you to all of our pundits that called in on all of the recap and preview shows. Adam, and this is in no particular order, just as it pops into my brain, Adam, Paul, Eric Williams, Raymond Brown, uh, Tommy G, Luke Ramirez, Chase Carlo. Uh, we had Braden Soprenant call in. We had um, John Matthew from the San Diego Union Tribune. Meech from Team Mikasi was on with us. We had a great run, man. We had a ton of fun with all those people. I want to hear them come back throughout the basketball season. Uh, we will for sure have Aaron Bergen on with us, full-time hoops, the absolute authority in basketball. Uh, but we also want to know what you guys want to hear. So hit us up. Player interviews, more coach interviews, more anything interviews. Let us know, and we will get them to you uh, through the rest of 2019 and into 2020. Thank you very much. Now let's bounce around and hear from Tommy, Noah, and Bodie. Thanks for sticking around, sports fans. All righty, we're now joined by real Tommy Morris, the one and only 
Tommy, how are you doing today? Killing it, as always. All right, so Tommy, the CIF championships are all figured out for every winter sport. We're on to the state playoffs. The winter sports are starting, so we got a whole lot going on. Let's start with the football. As we're going to be talking with everybody on the other end of this phone line for the next couple of interviews, we decided to, as a group, San Diego Prep Insider, kind of get in on the bowl game rush, if you will. Everyone's doing it. Um, a lot of legitimate and fun bowl games. Ours was more of a hypothetical, so we all went ahead and drafted some teams just to see where we would where we would come out and what what hypothetical. You just give the people a little bit of what they want. So, Tommy, right. uh, you went with Team Blue Shell, and you're going to explain the rationale behind that. And uh, you know, if you want to talk a little bit about your roster, you can. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about, the finals, you can't. The floor is yours for some football uh, re- recap and finality as as we celebrate all the state playoffs this week. Yeah, I would say probably the most exciting finals as a collection. Would you agree? All the games were pretty much close, and all of them, I mean, obviously the Bishop's game stands out as, and I'll call it the El Camino game, excuse me, stands out as being the most exciting, but would you agree that's probably the, the most exciting collection of six games that we've had? It's been a while since I can remember anything otherwise. Yeah, so just kind of going to Team Blue Shell, the reason why, for those of the other Mario Carters out there, the Blue Shell, no matter where you're on the course, goes to the front and knocks out the guy in front. That's kind of the mindset my team's going to take, where it's going to go, to the number one spot, knock out over there, and take over, you know? So I feel like that's a good metaphor for what we're trying to do here. So running down your roster, you've got, uh, you've got Gunner Gray, you took Aiden Calvert, Desmond Tua, and, and for all of the, for the full rosters on who we all selected to our bowl game, again, this is just a hypothetical. This is just fun. This is just us talking nobody, football uh, um, in the transition. There's not a real bowl game. We're, we apologize if people did or did not make teams – yeah, there's only four or five of us that we're able to pick. Um, but, you know, go check these out at San Diego Prep Insider Team Blue Shell. You can you can hit like if you think that they would be the best team. I mean, when you got Kyle Vassow and Jordan Allen on the defense, you got Jalen Boehner, you got Tyson McWilliams, like some good defense, some good offense. Uh, Tommy, you, I feel like you, uh, you came away from this draft pretty happy. Yeah, I think I did pretty well, but, but I may not say so myself. Uh, that's that phrase right? Probably. Who knows? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, yeah, Gunnar Grant, quarterback, you know, a guy who's really been doing it for three years now. Uh, you know, that's kind of a theme for me. I have a lot of guys who have been in the spotlight for multiple years. It's a senior year now. It's time for them to finally get the recognition they deserve. Desmond, too, another guy who kind of falls in that category as well. Been on varsity. Been on varsity since a freshman. Been a contributor since a freshman. Got to put him in there. Uh, Jaheim Allen, Pompey, Mal Miguel, when you lead the country in receiving yards, you're going to get that nod. Quinn Hatton, another guy I want to mention, just because, you know, Joe Smith gets a lot of attention over there, wide receiver, Mission Hills. Quinn Hatton, another great player, a guy who can play both ways for you, a guy who should be playing somewhere in college next year, very talented player. Another guy who I, you know, I remember seeing him as a sophomore running around out there on varsity, so how to give him the nod. Charlie Mossy at offensive line, want to mention him as well, because he can kind of cheat. We can cheat with him because he can run the ball, too. He, uh, he has – do you know how many total carries he has? I want to say he's got, like, one a game, something like that. Uh, it, they were they were heavy in the front of the season. I, w- I want to say it was probably about seven or eight total uh, possessions of the ball in, in different formats right. between pass catches and receptions – or in handoffs. Right. So I didn't have a tight end, so I needed, I needed an athletic lineman. So if we need to cheat and, um, you know, sneak him into a, an 80 number. You know what I mean? We can do that as well. So I had to put him on the squad. Uh, Sebastian Valdez from Montevista, big body. Up front, got to mention him as well. Kyle Vass and Jordan Allen, you remember, you already mentioned both of them. Christopher Leahy, 
His brother got a lot of attention. Donovan, uh, who's now playing at Arizona, he's not as big as his brother, obviously playing different positions than he does, but a very, very good football player and a guy who definitely needs some recognition. I wanted, you know, some Oceanside guys on there. They had an incredible season, incredible run uh, towards the end. Uh, Moises Ross also, or Moses Ross, Moises Ross, excuse me, also have him on my offensive line. So I had to get the Oceanside guys on there. Jalen Banner, a guy can play pretty much any position if you want him to. Makai Shaw at Strips Branch. Had a great season. I was first team all league this year. Tyson McWilliams, another guy, you know, most primarily defensive player, but you can play offense as well. Devin Dye, um, another cathedral guy. So I feel pretty, pretty good about what I've got here so far. And again, as Christian mentioned, you can check out the Instagram, Twitter, and all that kind of stuff for the full list. Yeah, Tommy's teams tend to be well voted. Uh, so I, as far as the metrics that we use, that means that the, the, the public seems to think that your teams usually would win those games. So once again, Team Blue Shell, find it on San Diego Prep Insider. You can hit like there and check out all the other teams that got selected. Tommy, this week and weekend, we have the San Diego CIF section teams all being active in the state playoffs. Not necessarily asking for a preview of any games, because I think at this point we, we as San Diego fans know what we got, but is there a... Uh, is there is there anything that you want to talk about before state playoffs wise before we transition into basketball? Yeah, I mean you get a couple weird draws in there. I haven't been up to the southern section a few times. Uh, I'm kind of familiar with some of these teams. Word on the street is Helix got an easier team to play than Oceanside, which shouldn't be the case given that there's open division chance with the way that the divisions worked up in the southern section, Corona del Mars and the lower division of Sierra Canyon. So even though they're believed to be the stronger team they're in a lower division for state i think that might be something they want to rework in the future because it's not really fair uh, but corona del mar is going to be a really really tough opponent for oceanside they can throw the ball around they have a quarterback that's going to go to washington as of now i believe uh, darbers his brother is playing a cow uh, humphreys the wide receivers to go to guys going to be a pack 12 guy as well so they've got really good players up there it's a fun team to watch they, like i said they spread the ball around probably would be the best spread team in San Diego if they play down here. So it'll be, it'll be big for Oceanside to get that win. I think Helix is a very good shot against Sierra Canyon, a team that, you know, they'll probably be able to, you know, match them size to size. So that'll be that'll be close. And I just kind of want to mention those, those two teams uh, towards the top. I don't know much about the rival teams or the, the non-San Diego teams in lower divisions, but th- those two teams, Sierra Canyon and Corona del Mar teams, I've seen in person over the last couple of years. So I have a pretty good idea of what they've got going on. You can follow Tommy at Real Tommy Morris on Twitter and Instagram. He is an enigmatic and interesting follow on both of the platforms. Tommy is our fearless leader who likes to run the ball, and Tommy got El Camino right. Um, so I think that that's all you need to know about his credibility from the fall sports. But judging all that against winter sports now, Tommy, uh, how do you want to start basketball? We're, we're just going to dip our toes into it this week. Have you heard of Mikey Williams? I, I have heard of Mikey Williams. We we had a uh, wonderful photography uh, outing from uh, Cushing Creations on Instagram, the Del Norte Photography Squad. They were down with Mikey as he, they were debuting the Border Boys uniforms, so I, I'm quite familiar with him now. Um, we are actually familiar with the San Ysidro basketball team as a show. We had them in last year just to prove that we were down and uh, that we are not just coming high, you know, late to the hype train or anything like that. So I'm a little familiar with him, but, but Tommy, let's talk about uh, what do you want to talk about Mikey Williams? Are you going to be our Mikey Williams B 
beat reporter this season. Yeah, maybe I should just retweet and re-Instagram everything that he does on social media. Or, 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 work. or, or how, how about how about this, Tommy? We will have you once a week when you are here in studio with us, uh, sans the stupid rain. Um, when you're here in studio with us, you can uh, summarize Mikey's week on, on social media for us. Perfect. I can do that. Um, another kid, but there's a reason I bring it up. He's not the only freshman on Sammy CJ. There's Jerrion Dixon as well, who's averaging 18.7 points per game. So there is more than one freshman at Sammy CJ. This is going to be one of the best teams in the city for a couple years now. So very exciting things going down there towards the border. Let me ask you just one, one table setter basketball question, Tommy, just to kind of help whet the people's appetite this season. It looks like there has been a lot of offense. Cathedral, Saints, Foothills Christian, everybody's putting up 80s, 90s. I've seen some hundreds. Does this year forecast to be one of the better, more exciting, more dynamic years in recent high school basketball? I mean, yeah, you got a lot of good scores uh, down here this year. So we'll, we'll see some points. I, I don't think it's going to be as out of control as maybe the early stats are projecting. You see a lot of weird matchups in these, these first couple weeks that are being teams playing quote-unquote warm-up games or it's you know you're in a tournament and you don't really know the teams from out of the area and so you get a kind of wonky matchup so i wouldn't take these numbers as being something that you'll see as a trend so you're not um, fully buying it you're not you're not you're not diving all in but you are you are invested but you're not all in yet no another kid who has continued trip from last year that i want to mention is devin arlington i mentioned a lot of young kids today devin arlington only a sophomore having 20 points a game for san marcos san marcos i think put up like 94 in the last game so they can score in bunches that'll be a very good team this year but a trend i mean i'm telling you man there's a lot of young kids that are that are going to make waves um, in san diego basketball and it's going to be really exciting to see what they grow into uh, by the time they're seniors Tommy Morris will be back in studio with us every week, all winter season. Long to talk more hoops. You can get at him at Real Tommy Morris on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, always direct him to anything that Mikey Williams apparently is doing because Tommy will be our uh, our digital reporter on that front. Thank you very much for joining us, Tommy. Uh, you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you after the uh, the state football playoffs. Yes, sir. All right, we are now joined fittingly as we transition into basketball season by Bodie De Silva in a gym. He's out at Granite Hills, I believe. Bodie De Silva is at SD Preps on Twitter and Instagram. He's the official Scorebook Live reporter for the San Diego CIF section. Scorebook Live, as always, is the digital content provider for all of the CIF statewide. Bodie, happy basketball season. Uh, tell us where you're at. What's going on? Yeah, I'm in Granite Hills checking out some basketball today. Um, rainy outside, so you got to get inside a gym, and uh, the action never stops. Go so, right from state football playoffs, and, and we're a couple games into basketball season now. So, Bodie, let's talk about football, though, and wrap, you know, put a little bow on some things. You posted on Scorebook Live, and you can find all of these at SB Live CA. We will also be retweeting it to SD Prep Insider, but Bodie, you posted some uh, postseason awards, a look at some of the first team CIF voting, some of your thoughts on Tyler Buckner and some of the other championships. So, any last housekeeping you want to get to for the football season before we move on? Yeah, it was definitely a good year. I mean, when I was compiling these teams, I 
uh, I, I chose to do 12 on each of the teams, uh, which I thought was a good number. But when you look at the running backs and linebackers we had in the county this year, there were so many tough choices that, that I had to make of guys that were deserving candidates. So uh, definitely positions of strength. But overall, just another good year in San Diego. And uh, I think a lot of winnable state games as we come up with these playoffs later on this week. Uh, for the state games, we're going to have Connor Moore set on the show tomorrow, the, uh, the the man with a little bit more insight in the southern section. So if you want to steer clear uh, of any nitty-gritty X's and O's there, I, I'm more than happy to. But is there anything that you want to say about those state games, anything specifically that you're looking at on the San Diego end? Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about the, the big two ones at first. But uh, Helix hosting Sierra Canyon, uh, another really good opportunity. The Highlanders are... Uh, they're all. It seems every other year they're always in this uh, this spot come state playoff time. But a very winnable game for them, and uh, one obviously I, I will pick them in. But um, they they both played Oaks Christian this year. Sierra Canyon it was their only loss, and Helix won by 25. So I think that enough tells you right there that they're in a good situation. Uh, and then in the other one, Oceanside's going up to Corona Del Mar, and uh, Corona Del Mar has not been beaten this year, and their quarterback's thrown 66 touchdowns. So. Uh, definitely a challenge for the Pirates, but you know it's one that they'll be looking forward to, and uh, they've gotten better as playoffs have gone on. So definitely looking forward to that one as well. Uh, Bodie, we will uh, be able to follow you and Scorebook Live for all sorts of updates throughout the state playoffs on Friday and Saturday. But you had mentioned earlier um, just how many good running backs and linebackers, ever, just the, the depth of the amazing skill positions that we've had this year. So uh, I, I do want to tease, as I am with Tommy and with Noah and with myself, the the, uh, the the fantasy teams that we all put together with everyone doing these bowl games. We all sat down and said, hey, we always do this every year. Let's do it again. Let's draft up some hypothetical teams. So uh, I'll, I'll give you the air to sort of talk about your, uh, your squad. You do hate tight ends, it seems. Um, but uh, just tell me a little bit of the mindset, and then remind. I'll remind everybody, you can check out the full rosters and go hit the like button on SD Prep Insider, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, not as much my, my hate for tight ends. It's just my love for some of the other positions this year. I just uh, Running back-wise, I, I ended up with David Flores and Byron Hardwell, two much different running backs, but uh, guys that both had huge years. Uh, had to give some love to De Niro Osuna at quarterback. I mean, he's been a guy that's been starting for them for three years. Unfortunately, never was able to get the title, but got so close three times and put up some huge numbers and, and will will forever be thought of as one of the best to come out of the Imperial Valley. Uh, got a great offensive line. Sean Martinez at Felix is only a junior. He's going to be a huge name to watch next year. Uh, Kai Jesse at receiver. There's a guy, dual sport guy, caught 18 touchdowns this year and, and, and just as good of a basketball player. Uh, defensively got three guys who were among the league le- the county leaders in sacks this year got a couple of linebackers I mean I, all my linebackers there were North County three of them from the Avocado League a couple guys coming back next year uh, juniors in Notriani and Sooto uh, and then my DBs they got Xavion Reese from San Marcos he's headed to San Jose State uh, Sky Donnell from Mission Hills he brought back four uh, punt returns for touchdowns this year so a lot of versatility overall but love doing these teams and uh, get a wide variety of, of who you can pick among the county. Well, I think it's fun to do because we don't have to actually end up going out there and coaching them and driving this talent <laughs> into the ground like I know uh, I would do if I was tasked with coaching this. So full team, go check it out at SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram. We'll have all the teams up there. Bodie, you can follow him at SD Preps on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Scorebook Live at SB Live CA. Bodie, you are in a basketball gym, so we can no longer not talk about basketball. Now, you have an article coming out 
on Scorebook Live later this week that will be your first real deep dive into basketball. Do I have that correct? Yeah, we put up a, a preseason top 10, uh, but in terms of players, I've got one coming out this week. I'll have a, a first team, a second team, an honorable mention. So about the top 20 players in the county uh, for basketball and uh, guys from all grades represented uh, to get all of those and be fun to look back at the end of the year see how many of those i i got incorrect and uh we'll have to see who can hold on to the first team spots and maybe an honorable mention guy or two moving up to first team all right so Bodie, i'm gonna put you on the spot and uh let, let's give everybody just a little bit of a teaser give us one name that is going to be on that list that might surprise people oh geez uh, now i gotta think of it but uh here i'll give you this one uh, on my second team it is five guards so um, maybe not the top five players in the county, but I, I think, what, seven of the, the top ten of my first ten are guards this year, including the, the whole second team. So a lot of really good guards, a bunch of seniors. we got a sophomore on that list. So um, just guys that have played so much basketball and, and are going to make a huge impact for their teams this year, really among all the divisions, um, especially, I think, Division One through three. Now, uh, I will say this. I, I talked to Tommy Morris about this a little bit earlier on the show, and uh, it seems like there's been a lot of high-scoring games from some of the top teams in the county. Do you see this as one of our more productive, electric, exciting years of recent basketball, or is this just early season mismatches resulting in large scores? Yeah, I've that as well. I don't know if it's um, a thing where coaches are basically willing to sacrifice some defense, uh, if it's guys wanting to put up bigger numbers, maybe individually. Uh, but yeah, there certainly have been. I think Foothills, is uh, they put up maybe 99 once and 100 another time. Uh, and one of those was in a loss. Uh, St. Cedro is going to put up some huge numbers this year. So uh, it's definitely a trend. I, I haven't seen any of those games in person yet to really break them down that way. But um, I'm definitely for, for points. I'm glad we're one of the states that uses the shot clock. Because having seen games without a shot clock, it is not that fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope the trend continues. And whenever guys are putting up big numbers, I'm all for it. You can follow him at SD Preps or at SB Live CA, Bodie De Silva. We will let you go back to covering your game, but uh, let's just say that we hope to see you when you are back in the state safe, and uh, we will miss having you in studio, but we will talk to you every week as the basketball season gets underway here. Thank you very much, my man, and uh, talk to you soon. All right, we are now joined by Noah Laxina, who is putting in the off-season work already. Noah is out uh, doing some coaching, clinic, grinding, the just just living the living the sports life. Uh, Noah, thank you very much for joining us. Let's talk a little football. The CIF championships are all in the book now, and we are on to the state playoffs. So any final notes, anything you want to tie up loose ends-wise, put a bow on for the CIF championships that we saw last weekend? Um, you know, say congrats to all the winners. Uh, everyone played really hard. Uh, being in that type of game, you have to really bring it, and I feel like everyone brought their best effort. So it's good to see, you know, good quality football, and uh, and you know, make make everybody excited for next year. Before we get to next year, there's still the state playoffs. Um couple of them here in San Diego, a couple of them on the road, but we are all universally behind our six champions. So I'm not going to ask you, you know, who do you think is going to win X, Y, or Z, but is there anything at all, you know, sort of context or, 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 or plot lines that you're looking at in the state playoffs? Um, well, one, first and foremost, Helix being our, 
Open Division champ, champion. Uh, they're they're our best of the best. They're our number one. So, you know, we we really hope that they represent us well, and I think they will. Um, another thing too would be El Camino um, playing in that crazy game. Uh, you know, having to play against Tyler Buckner. How does that help them moving forward? And you know, just their story of how their season went, uh, getting hot at the right time. And you know, if they go all the way and win a state championship, that'd be one one heck of a story. Um, you, you, they felt every emotion this season if they finish all the way. That'd be great. You mentioned Tyler Buckner. He is a player that made it onto your fantasy draft squad. Um, yeah, as I've mentioned with everybody, we are uh, we're loaded. We we got we get into this a little bit every year at the end of the season. Everyone does a bowl game here or a first team all anything there, and it's all very legitimate. And so we come trouncing into everyone's legitimacy with our uh, um, hijinks and, and goofery with our fantasy draft. But Noah, let's talk a little bit about your squad outside of Tyler Buckner. Kind of run everyone through your mindset of what you were thinking when you were drafting. Yeah, so first, you know, you, you get best player available on the board. I ended up getting Tyler Buckner and Elion Noah, so that was huge for me. Uh, filling out the rest of the roster, just guys that like to play hard. Uh, I like, if I were to be a dream uh, general manager for an NFL team, uh, like length, I like size, and I like speed. So, you know, that you could see that around with the rest of my roster. You got guys who, you know, will do their job for me. We'll be running a 4-3 defense. So, I mean, uh, actually, I know we're actually 3-4 defense. You have a 3-4 defense. We got four linebackers who can just fly around and cover. And I think you just got a team that's going to hit with my with my fantasy team. A team that's going to hit. And, you know, good luck trying to stop us because we got two of the most explosive players in San Diego. So what Noah needs you to do is go on to SD Prep Insider on Twitter and Instagram and hit that like button to show some love for his squad and let them know that you think that he is going to win or his, that his team would win. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Lax 2017 on Twitter and Instagram. Noah is a bit of a basketball fan himself, so he will also be sticking. The whole gang is staying together for winter. We're, uh, we're, this is a year-long show. We're, we're just getting into our stride now, so basketball season is here. Noah, so far today, I've had Tommy talking to me about Mikey Williams. I've had Bodie talking to me about really high scoring early on, being an indicator of a ton of stars countywide in the younger grades coming into fruition early in the year. What is just maybe one thing that's that's going to wet, wet the people's appetite about some basketball in San Diego County? Oh, man, you're going to see a lot of – San Diego's about good basketball. I mean, you mentioned the Stars already. Uh, they've been doing a great job developing these young kids So uh, growing up. So when they get to the high school level, they're ready to make a splash. Uh, shout out, I want to shout out Bonita Vista. They're undefeated heading into tonight. They beat Hilltop 82 to 48. You're going to see a lot of uh, scores like that. And the team that the teams that don't have that star player, they they move the ball, they play defense. So you know, San Diego's about you know shooters uh, making the right play. And I feel like you're going to see a lot of uh, explosive scores. Uh, I know one game went double OT with Rancho Bernardo the other day. So you're just going to see a little bit of everything. And you know, those those crowds, those San Diego high school crowds, are something else, man. So. Just be ready to go to a packed gym and experience some good basketball. Noah will be part of our squad covering the basketball, both boys and girls scene here in San Diego High School sports all season long. Noah, thank you very much for joining us. We'll let you get back to your meeting, and hopefully we'll see you in here in studio next week. Oh, yeah. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for having me.